I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. Hey gang, Matt Dixon here, and it is the Purple Patch Podcast. Well, hang on, I guess I should do the welcome, shouldn't I? Welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. There you go. How was that, guys? Anyway, we've got a little bonus episode for you today. We start to move from fear and anxiety to action. And so, yesterday, I hosted a webinar, a Zoom meeting with a whole group of Purple Patch athletes, coaches from around the world, athletes from around the world that are all trying to navigate performance while they're standing on a ground that tends to be moving. We're all enveloped in this fog where we can't see the candle at the end. And yet, it wasn't a webinar about despair or anxiety. It was filled with positivity. And so we wanted to share it as a little bonus episode. It's really a, think about it as the little brother to this week's main show. And I think inside of it, you're going to hear a whole bunch of really helpful context. You're going to be able to think about getting involved and with Purple Patch, helping using us as a resource. As I mentioned in the show, our whole spirit right now and everything we're doing is anchored around three components, which is education, support, and community. And we want to make sure that we all stay connected together as much as we possibly can. And so without further ado, We'd love to get in touch with you. We'd love to hear from you, but most importantly, we want to help you. And I hope that this little bonus episode that we do today is helpful. I hope it's fun. I hope it lifts your spirits and I hope it empowers you to control the controllables and start the journey that we're all facing. But knowing that it's a journey that has an ending, we will come out, we will emerge together, hopefully improved. So enjoy it. And as you might well have guessed by now, You're going to be hearing from me a lot over the coming weeks. Take care. So uh, greetings, everyone. Thanks so much for joining. Matt Dixon here from Purple Patch. And uh, what a strange set of circumstances we find ourselves in that we're uh, sitting here talking. Today's uh, show, episode, whatever you'd like to call it, meeting, is, uh, is absolutely about performance and how we can integrate performance and the best strategies that we can do as we all, all of us navigate this situation. And um, let me just frame the day before we get into it, a couple of house, housekeeping things that I think are really important. So as we go through this, uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna talk for, a, for a, a good amount of time, just a reasonable amount of time, and then opening it up to you guys that are live on the meeting to ask questions. So as you go through, feel free to, um, if you do have a question, the best thing to do is either write it into the chat box, that's one way you can do it, or just simply say, hey, you know, I have a question. Kerry, who's uh, joining us, one of the Purple Patch team members, will be looking at the chat box and then we'll curate those. And after I finish talking, we'll go through and you can unmute. I'll either answer the question if it's written out and you don't want to speak live or you can unmute and we can have a quick dialogue and hopefully we can get through as many as we can. Hopefully I can be helpful. 
As we frame this day, my, my mission is gonna to be to frame the context of this situation a little bit, and then outline a framework for your best approach, including positioning, training, and the role of training in these very uncertain times. And uh, so we're gonna try and establish mindset number one and then get to action. And I think that's really important. And then uh, canvassing all to Purple Patch athletes, but also the great population, we're going to talk about what we at Purple Patch intend to do. And uh, if you're a coach, maybe you can be inspired by that or utilize it. If you're an athlete or just uh, someone that's uh, interested in performance, you can absolutely get involved in that. So, uh, so we can go through. And I think it's important before we get going to say that the mission, we've made a decision as a company and the mission for Purple Patch as we navigate the coming months is more than just about Purple Patch athletes. We of course want to look after Purple Patch athletes that are in our ecosystem right now and we obviously welcome anyone that would like to join, but we, we aim to be supportive and helpful to everyone and anyone that we possibly can be in any small way whatsoever. And we want to su provide support to everyone to navigate both the physical side of the game that we're playing, but also the emotional side. And that is going to be really critical. And we'll get into that as we talk today. So we're thinking about two components, the mental health and the physical health of things that we're going to go through. And in order to do that, we are, have made a decision and we are already planning to actively recruit every single resource that we can think of to try and help everyone, Purple Patch athletes and well beyond. That's obviously the Purple Patch coaching team and myself. That is the experts that we are very lucky to have really good connections with, whether it's in sleep, whether it's in immunology, uh, whatever it is, we're gonna try and pull every resource that we can provide under our banner to try and help and provide resources whether it's the technology resources that we have. We have a very good infrastructure at Purple Patch because education has always been important. And we also have very good connections in the tech world. So we're already recruiting help in that to really try and assist with things like video classes and online learning and components like that. And then of course the Purple Patch pros that are very eager to be helped through, helpful through this phase, we attract a, a very I think uh, distinct type of professional athlete and they all want to be actively involved and help provide support to the community. And so if you, if you are interested and you are not a purple patch athlete and you want to stay up to date with what we're doing, we are going to provide very frequent bulletins of all of the activities we're doing from live classes, uh, educational support, many, many sessions like this from various experts that we can pull, including our pools, our pros. So you can do that either by following us on social media, and uh, you can do that via the Twitter is at Purple Patch, and then Facebook and Instagram is at Purple Patch Fitness. So those two, and, uh, and I'll get to the context of that in a second. And then the second place that is probably the easiest, and I'll just share very, very quickly here, is if you head to the purplepatchfitness.com to the front main page, if you head to the bottom, you can sign up for our newsletter. And this isn't a recruiting tool that I'm doing this for. We're repositioning our newsletter to be basically the best source of up-to-date um, information of what we are doing so far as free resources, support and education for, uh, for the broader community. 
And, uh, and I think that the important thing as we go into today's session is that we've made a decision that 100% of what we do over the coming months, however long this thing takes, it's going to be steeped in education, in support and connectivity, community. Those are the three elements. So by signing up on that, by following us on social media, if you want to, it's not gonna be about, hey, join, join, join. That's obviously your prerogative. It's, it's really gonna be a repositioning of our channels to really try and support athletes as much as we can. And I think that leads to the, the key message as we strike into this, which is we, not me, not Purple Patch Athletes, we as a society are going to get through this. We will, we'll get through it. And I hope that today is just one, one small step, a tiny step towards getting through this. And I think it's important for us all to acknowledge now, uh, and you are geographically dispersed, wherever you live, you're in different phases of your community going through this situation. But wherever you're at, I think that we need to buckle in and the best mindset that we can have with this is over the midterm, this is our new reality. And it's gonna be multiple months. And luckily as human beings, we are highly adaptable. We are highly adaptable. And if this is our new reality, we can create a great, fruitful, wonderful and productive life throughout this new reality for the midterm, but we're gonna come out and we will be stronger for it as a group. And so, yes, it's uncertain times, and I realize that it's a strange time. And, and I say this right now with San Francisco, where I live in a, we're in a shelter in place, essentially quarantine, and, uh, and it's a very strange. It's stressful. It's stressful for everyone. I am sure many people on this call have a mixture of fear and anxiety and worry, but also frustration and madness. And I think as leaders of Purple Patch, myself and my wife Kelly that isn't on the call today, I think it's really important for us to share our perspective and hopefully collectively drive together towards navigating that. And I think that as we go into today, we must also realize that while fear is normal and it's an absolutely okay reaction to have, worry, concern, etc., it is also caustic. It is the greatest immunosuppressor that we have. And so as quickly as we can navigate through this unsettling period where the floor of our life has been pulled from underneath us, the quicker that we can get to action and control the controllables and move into a productive sense of being, the better we will feel mentally and the better we will be physically. And it's ironic as I say that because from Purple Patch, outside of our very few athletes that are trying to win a world championship or try and succeed at the world-class level, our mantra is consistently for you guys that are purple patch athletes, which is always performance within context. In other words, yes, we want you to cross the finish line and get a PR and qualify for the Hawaii Ironman or whatever those goals are, but not at the expense of the most important things, which is your health, your ability to thrive in the workplace and the chance for you to show up as the very best version of yourself for your friends and family. And nothing changes on that. We're just doing it in a new paradigm 
for the midterm, not for the long term, but in the midterm, in a new paradigm with a new set of variables. And so for many of you guys that listen to the Purple Patch podcast or are a Purple Patch athlete and have gone through education, you already have the tools in your toolbox to navigate through here. And I hope as I go through uh, today's session, we can all realize that and move out of the fear and start to move into action a little bit. So a long introduction there, but let's get going. And, uh, and I think the first thing I wanna talk about is training and performance. And I think it's important for us to realize that many of us, especially the athletes, have lost their compass. In other words, as athletes, we are goal-driven, we are on a journey, and we have these aspirational goals and events and dreams that we are or were training for. And a fog has descended on it, a very fear-ridden fog and a one of confusion, but events have canceled, and uh, we have no real understanding right now when events will come back. And so the thing that has created the compass or the candle in your performance life has been removed. You can't see it anymore. And that is a really destabilizing thing for an athlete because most athletes are three to four months in the future. They might have a big vision North Star, but give me that event because that's my anchor and that's what I'm moving towards. And it's gone. There's no events. There probably won't be events till at least July would be my guess. And so therefore, the ground is moving. And that's normal to be frustrated and have, of course, a dip of motivation. What's the point? What's the point of doing this? How can I possibly train now when I don't even know what I'm training for? And also, surely there must be more important things in the world to think about than just training. I need to think about my financial situation, my job, my work, my family, of course, my health. And the ironic thing is that training now becomes for you and those around you, ironically, critical. It's a sense of structure. It's a platform of resilience and health and boosting your immune system as long as you do it right. And right now is the time, once you go through and I give you 24, 48, 72 hours of a little bit of grieving of what's happened, now we must move on. But this thing training and exercise, remember, is random. And anytime you do anything random in life, you get random results. What you need, what we all need right now is training. But we might not be training right now to chase PRs and cross finish lines. We are training to develop resilience and our health, both mental and physical. And so this is right now, as you go into it and you might go be in lockdown or go into lockdown, it is a critical time for us to mentally and physically train. And so I think there are important couple of considerations as we go through that. What does training provide? The first thing that it provides is structure. When the world destabilizes and there's confusion and there's a fog and there's no clarity and life gets turned upside down, the one thing that we all need is a grounding. 
a framework, a place to operate into. It's going to calm our emotion. It's going to reduce anxiety. And it's going to help us be a gateway to thrive. And whether that's your kids being stuck at home where they can't go to school, or whether it's you organizing your work day, or whether it's you maintaining within your accessible components training of some sort under an organized structure and a set of commitments, don't underestimate that this is probably the most important thing I'm gonna tell you today, it is massively valuable. And so I really encourage you guys to maintain a structure. I'll give you an example, nothing to do with triathlon, nothing to do with endurance sports, but Baxter, our seven-year-old, homeschooled now, of course, like every kid in San Francisco and many of the kids around the country and the world. So we're at home. The first thing that we do is set out the daily structure, gets up in the morning, we have breakfast as a family. Hey, there's a silver lining right there. We always have breakfast as a family because we're all at home. Boom, first little bonus at the same time every day. And then he has his day scheduled. He goes to a French school. So he has French first, he has a little recess, then he does a little music, he does some sport, whatever that is, in and around the house or outside, because we're still allowed outside. And it creates a curriculum of his day. And the immediate thing that we noticed is it was calming, because it was predictable and it was a structure. Well, that's a seven-year-old, but we all benefit from that too. And it's really destabilizing if suddenly you're used to going into an office, you're used to a commute, you're used to doing your exercise at a certain time. If you let that go completely, it's going to be destabilizing for you. So structure within chaos. That's the first thing that I think is really important. The second component, as I talked about, is redefining the lens or shifting your lens. So as an athlete, you want results. You're driving towards boosting your FTP, running faster, getting across the finish line, whatever it might be. But we have to remember that we're here for health, work, and life performance, ultimately. And this is an important component. And so the total focus right now between the sport goals that we have and building resilience and being the best version of yourself, we're just shining the light on that. And the only bright spark out of that situation is that you can structure that into your day, even from home with your access that you have, you can structure it into your day. But it's really important that that journey isn't just, oh, I'm gonna exercise, but it has a progression to it. It is structured, it is, and I think this is important, it should be coached and it should be progressive because that's the part of progression that we're doing. And we'll get into how we're gonna do that at Purple Patch in a, uh, in a few minutes time. So that's two components, shift the lens, rebuild of what the value is, creating structure around chaos. The good news as I tell you this is that as an athlete, you already know how to do this. And in fact, if you take a step back and you think general population versus someone that is training for something, as you go through and you think about all of the elements that are critical, you have all of the lessons that are available. And let me use a, a Purple Patch example here. If we go into Purple Patch education and we think about the podcast, 
and I'm sure many of you guys listen to our weekly show. We've got 105 episodes or so. And if I think back about those podcasts, some of the titles of the shows around the pillars of performance, so all of the key habits that add up to performance, great nutrition, good fueling, proper hydration, prioritizing sleep, meditation for recovery, etc. the importance of strength and conditioning and moving heavy things, and structured endurance training. The pillars of performance, as we call them, those are exactly the things that you anchor your life around right now for your own health and own resilience. Another title, control the controllables. So in other words, it's the aspects right now where there are so many things that are unknown. What can you enact? And if in the middle of an Ironman, what can you do right now remaining solutions-based? Another title, achievement through adversity. We can achieve in this situation through adversity and we talk about the key characteristics of excellence with things like resilience, a concept called change able. If you guys that are frequent listeners remember that, being change able, being equipped to adapt to situations and evolving situations and be able to put structure within that. And then ultimately embrace the journey and come out of the equation a little bit and say, this is a journey we're gonna go on. It's sort of our new reality, just for the midterm, not for the rest of life, but it's the reality. And so we have to focus on the process right now so that we come out of this in a place that is strong and able to leap forward to our dreams that none of us should give up on. And all of our goals and everything that we had and still should have burning in our hearts. And so I think as an athlete, Globally, so much of what you must go through, training consistently, racing and all of the obstacles that you face, managing fear and anxiety, managing expectations and all of the components that we've talked about in the podcast and education, it is all right there. You just have to look inward and think about your toolbox a little bit and apply it. So two more components as we go through. As an athlete, because you might be listening right now and say, yeah, but I can't race Oceanside. Yes, but I can't race St. George, or whatever it might be. The irony of this situation, and if it's one of the only potential bright sparks, and I know I'm reaching a little bit here, but if we think about coaches and athletes, the one thing that happens over the course of a season is when you start the season, it feels so long. But as you go through every single season, Athletes and coaches tend to find themselves cramming, chasing more, forcing fitness in, and injuries occur, lack of performance achieves relative to your trained potential, etc. And I spent a lot of time talking about the absolute critical component of postseason or off-season if you're not a purple patch athlete, and how important that is to prepare and develop and have patient development. We've been in a weird, weird way gifted an extra two or three or four months of this weird postseason to take a step back. And yes, we can't focus on every element of triathlon right now. If you're a triathlete, you probably can't swim. There are components that you can't do, but there are things that you can do that can allow really patient development to work on weaknesses or work on technique and work on form that when you come out of this, you can be more resilient. That could be tissue health if you're consistently injured in running. 
That can be your pedal stroke and posture on the bike. That can be your ability to utilize fat when you're going through the bike. And we have one of those examples, one of the Purple Patch Pros. We know that he needs to improve his ability to operate at lower intensity. And yet he had coming up 70.3 races, the Collins Cup, other big races that as a coach, I looked and thought, how am I going to get this in? That's now delayed. I'm going to solely focus on that. And then we'll come back and he will come out of this on the back end, a better athlete. And so if you take some of the lessons of today and apply, the ironic thing out of all of this is there are going to be a whole bunch of us who have done it well that come out of this. And after a few months of patient reintegration into the normal world and normal training and racing, there's going to be some terrific performances over the next 12 months following. That's my prediction. You can mark it here. We are going to see some terrific performances once we get through this fog and it will happen. Perhaps the most important component of all of this, and I think that this is the most critical thing that I'll say, is our collective mental and physical health. My one worry for us as athletes is a single word, isolation. And the caustic effects of feeling alone. And for that reason, that is at the heart of why at Purple Patch, we are trying to really connect the Purple Patch pros, the Purple Patch athletes that I coach, the one-to-one -one athletes that my coaching team coaches and all of our squad members and a subscription under a banner as much as possible really connect socially through these types of forums, through office hours with all of the experts and on our video classes that we're going to be doing, our bike coach sessions, our Swift meetups, our uh, band workouts in the back garden with me filmed. I think it's really important that we have connectivity, but we also want to do that for non-purple patch athletes because community right now, even when you're at home, is critical for us all. And this should be hopefully every coach's goal and ambition to think out of the box and not just deliver training plans, but to deliver programs where we can connect all of our athletes together because we have a shared mindset and I think it's really important that you as athletes look for that. Even if you have your family, you look for that in any venue that you can. And I think that's really a really good thing. Beyond us, I know that Ironman are, are really close to putting together a series of challenges for age group athletes, hopefully trying to put together some virtual pro racing and some other components. There's going to be news on that. We as a company, Purple Patch, are going to get behind that as I as an Ironman you master coach. I think it's wonderful. They're doing everything they can to help with that aspect, to connect athletes, to give someone a compass in their time so that they can stay healthy. So the last section before we ask it, open up to questions is, what are we doing? How are we going about it? Well, I think that the first thing that we had to ground ourselves as a company is that our role as a coaching team remains exactly the same as it was, which is to help you athletes improve your performance within the context of your life and situation. It just takes on a deeper and more critical importance over the coming months. 
And I hope that we as a coaching team can be grounding force for each of you. And from a purple patch perspective, every individual coach is going to have their individually coached athlete is going to have their daily programming tailored to their exact situation and availability for our squad athletes. You guys are going to have a completely reimagined set of programming that is going to be really flexible and anchored in still a journey of progression, but also within the aspects of what most people have available. And that might be just bands in swimming. It might be open water swimming. It might be treadmill. It might be running up and down stairs. And we are going to evolve as the world evolves through this so that we can set programming. So yes, we're going to create the first thing, highly flexible programming to tailor to this new situation. Is it a lot of work? Yes, of course it is. Is it critical? Absolutely. It's a non-negotiable. And so if you don't have them yet, and I'll share the screen later on, but uh, getting some swim at home bands or cords, I think is a really good thing. We're also going to do a um, set of programming that many people don't have access to a gym. So coach Michael Ozinski is doing, has created some at home strength, core and mobility routines. We are going to share those routines on through our newsletter and through uh, our social media channels. So cord routines, we've got four swimming workouts or swim at home cord workouts that we're going to evolve to six, then eight, then 10. We have multiple strength from home workouts. We're going to be sharing those components for people to use if they're not purple patch athletes. We're also putting together, and this is an evolving plan, but we're putting together a bunch of community training. And that community training is we already have, as many coaching companies do, meetup group rides for Swift. Uh, we integrate Discord for that so that there can be banter and discussion. We're going to have our coaches join those rides as well as our Purple Patch Pros. So you can come on, we'll all do the same workout, it'll be an organized meetup, and you'll have many of the Purple Patch coaches and pros on those rides doing the same workouts. Now those particular sessions will be for purple patch athletes, we're also going to do some adjunct parallel programming for everyone that can join. Uh, we're going to share those for everyone that are non-purple patch, but the main training program and those Swift meetup groups with the Discord, with the pros and stuff are going to be on a two to three times a week across different time zones so that it's available for many people across the global time zones. Those will be for purple patch athletes. We are also gonna do special events like this session, like tonight, that will be a standalone Swift workout that will be open to everyone with Discord, etc. We're also gonna do coached rides. Uh, we'll put those coached rides are actively me probably, uh, or at least mostly me coaching with synchronized music and audio athletes through a probably Zwift ride. So everyone will meet on Zwift, but we will have a session like this where we'll integrate music and coaching into it. And it will be a small group, genuinely coach ride. So rather than the banter, we're going to have actual coach sessions through. So I can talk you through six by four minutes or whatever it might be and guide the program through. And you're going to have to put up with my music, which is either love or hate and maybe a little bit of both. And that should be uh, fun. So that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, those will be mostly purple patch group athlete sessions. And then we'll have standalone come all ye faithful for everyone that can join periodically. 
Um, it's just technically not capable for us to do it for, for, um, for everyone every single time. And then finally, uh, we're going to do a series of uh, coach-led circuits around mobility and swim bands. So those will be live coach-led sessions that we'll record also and embed them into our athletes' programming and then again periodically do them for everyone to join so that we can all stay connected. That's why at the start of the show or the start of this meeting, I said, sign up for the newsletter, follow us on social media, not to try and recruit your emails, but as much to keep you informed of when those sessions will be. This is evolving. We're heavy in the planning phases right now, but we are going to begin to roll this out on Monday of all of this programming and go from there. From an education and connectivity standpoint, we are going to, uh, we are planning a whole curriculum of education, content, and meetups, mostly via this platform, Zoom, or another platform called Crowdcast, where we can stay connected. And this is where we're pulling in our resources. So we'll have Ivan O'Gorman come on and talk about bike fit and riding on a trainer, his IOG fitting. He'll be based in our center when we finally get to open it up. We will have experts in sleep to try and help us. We'll have experts in mental health, in leadership uh, for our executive clients and people that are in positions of leadership such as coaching. We'll have Tom Andrews from T Tom at TJA Leadership coming in and doing some roundtable sessions. We'll have Andy Blow from Precision Hydration. We'll have Mark Fadil from SMI on tissue health and self-care. Uh, we'll have the Purple Patch coaches. We'll have the Purple Patch pros. We're gonna put together a whole curriculum uh, they will be very regular, multiple sessions throughout the week for the Purple Patch athletes. And then we will do standalone events like this for non-athletes. And so obviously we need to look after our athletes and provide real access, but um, we will share what's suitable for that. So I think it's really important that we, we draw together and learn and carry on with normality. And then the final component is, look, this is life and we're at our homes, and I just talked about training and coaching and education and connectivity and access to resources. We also wanna do happy hours. Let's join up and let's get together for a chin wag, a little bit of nonsense, maybe a beer all together. We have to do it virtually, but we can have a chat and we'll throw a couple of the pros in there. We can have a glass of wine, a beer, a, a cup of tea, whatever we like but I think there are gonna be a whole bunch of community components because this is a part of life. This isn't about turning you into a monk. The final thing that we're looking to do is, um, is challenges. And uh, we're, using, we're gonna use a platform around uh, equal the playing field, but challenges to keep us on track. And I know that Ironman are, as a company, are really leaning into this with virtual racing and virtual challenges for everyone. We're gonna get behind that. We're gonna have our own series for Purple Patch athletes that can come together and get rewards for consistency, get rewards for try and do a challenge, maybe accumulate a 10K race over a couple of runs, whatever it might be, we're gonna set out a bunch of challenges. We're gonna roll that all out over the coming week or two. We obviously have to nail it down. So the, uh, Last thing, because so many people have asked about um, the center. Many of you guys that are attending know that we were about two weeks away from opening up the Purple Patch Center. 
And so many people have asked and are really concerned about Kelly, myself, and everyone at, um, at Purple Patch and the company. Uh, so here's the headline news on this. The century is obviously closed for the foreseeable future. We will not open it until it's safe and uh, welcome. We may or may not get some access to generate content. The irony of all of this is the center is built both as a home and a destination, but also as a production of content. It's a content factory. We can actually stream our classes live. We can produce professional level content. We can't get in there right now. It's two weeks from being open and there will be no more construction as we go through that. It's got overhead on the company. It's a very real overhead and we're gonna be okay. We're absolutely gonna be okay as a company. We'll navigate through, it's challenging, but you know what? Our challenges are nothing compared to the challenges that many, many other people in the world are facing and particularly the medical professionals and those that are in dire need from their income through the different jobs and self-employment and the restaurant workers, et cetera. So, so far as us and our challenges, we are fine. We have no worries, we'll navigate through and we actually are empowered to help people. And that's a really empowering thing. And it's really encouraging and it gives us energy. And so our thoughts are less about us and more about all of the people that are really struggling and we really wanna try and help as we go through. Um, I know that Ironman are doing everything they can. I've been in various meetings at the sea level all the way down and all the other Ironman master coaches I'm a new master coaches. They are doing a lot to try and be grounding as well. And I think that's important. And then I just to see the, the PTO, I thought, stepped up um, and are supporting many of the, the ultimately the struggling pros and, um, uh, and are putting some real financial capital towards supporting them when they have lost their income, which is wonderful to see. And so as we go into questions here, I think I have to finish with this. Look, this is a grounding time, but it's one that will navigate. And I mentioned earlier, humans are adaptable. And we are going to make the most of this situation. We are going to look, at, look, at each, look after each other. And I'm British. We find humor in everything. You try growing up in England with the shitty weather and the miserable conditions that we have to deal with growing up. But we find humor out of that. And we're going to find humor and laughter and joy of life through this. And I think that if there are, if there are any positives out of this situation that is global, maybe just maybe as we come through this, we are going to get an education as a humankind around a bit more of what is important in our life. We're going to hopefully get to spend a whole much more time with family and friends and grounded in those components. And we might get a little slap in the face of a grounding of what's actually important. And maybe, just maybe, we can come out of this with a jolt towards new values. And one of those values is realizing that this journey we're on, this thing, weird thing called life, it's actually not about me or you or us, but it's about us. And, and hopefully, hopefully as we come out of this, that there is some impact on society that I think all of us can agree was becoming ever more polarizing. And maybe I'm just hopeful, but I, I promise you this to, to everyone listening, I'm not giving up on my dreams or goals. I have very lofty aspirations. And Kelly and I are not giving up on our dreams and goals, both with Purple Patch and both with our family. And you guys absolutely not sh should not either. 
because those are the things that create the anchor and the lightning rod. And there's no reason to. This is a thing that we will navigate. And we're allowed, as we navigate it, to smile and enjoy ourselves and go through things. And we will get used to it and we will come together and a whole bunch of good stuff will come out of this. So let's get the heck on with doing that and let fear dissipate and start to control the controllables. Now, what I should do there is go bada bing, goodbye, and send you all off. But you guys are here and I am here and we have 20 minutes. And, uh, and so I'll come to Kerry and see, because I haven't been looking at the chat box, even though I've known there's a chat box. Do we have any questions or concerns or worries or things that I can help, maybe help with uh, a consideration or perspective, Kerry? Yeah, I've, I've got, I've received a couple of questions so far. The uh, one is, uh, could you provide a little bit of guidance on an alternative to running in this time, um, whether it's through injury or through uh, non-availability? So if, uh, if there are alternative workouts or suggestions. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, the, the, the answer is depends. Let me give some, some context on this. In many parts of the world at the moment, people are still free to be outside as long as they're more than six feet away to go on a run. And as long as that continues, we should absolutely continue with that. That is a really healthy thing to do. You should have no worries about going for a trail run if you have that action. That is really good. If you can't do that because of injury, but you can go for a walk, go for a walk outside. That might change. We might lose the ability, as people have in Spain and in Italy, to not really be outside, outside of essential. So if we do collectively just get put onto a lockdown, then we've got to start thinking out of the box. So obviously, if you have a treadmill, great. If you're a little bit injured and you have a treadmill, hill-based walking is a wonderful thing. Posterior activation, strength-based, etc. Um, if you don't have access to a treadmill and you don't, can't go outside, then you have to move to really inventive stuff. If you happen to have a rowing machine, that's a really good exercise platform for cross-pollination. Posterior activation, total body, but driving through the legs, that's a good alternative. If you don't have one of those, which most people don't, functional strength and mobility, doing squats and lunges and little circuits. Maybe you've got a flight of stairs that you can walk up or run up, then do squats, then do a little upper body, and then come down. And guess what? If that's where it's coming to, where you are in an apartment or a house with no other... Um, uh, resources so far as treadmills or circuits or anything anything is better than nothing and so whether it's jump rope and uh, cook the longest piece of spaghetti and start to use that whatever it is that you need to do to keep your body moving keep your body moving on that and if you have as most people do that are triathletes a trainer and then say okay my running is going to take a back seat accept it. It's not going to be as good. Guess what? Everyone in the world, their swimming's taken a back seat. You get bands, you do what you can, you do push-ups, you do dips, you do anything you can. It's going to take a back seat, but I can do this. And so rather than worrying about, oh no, that's going backwards, you can say, I am doing this and move forward in whatever you can do. And if that is stuck in an apartment with zero 
you better start getting effect effective and saying, I'm going to become really, really good at push-ups. I'm going to become really good at squats. Whatever it is, structure and make that progressive and go from there. And that's actually the value, Kerry, to being a part of a community or having a coach. I know that sounds weird, but someone to force accountability, a community and provide structure and feedback on that is also really valuable because there's all sorts of crazy things that we can get done in the most dire situations. Mm, thank you. We had a question uh, around nutrition, the topic, the broad topic of nutrition and from a purple patch standpoint, how, how we'll address that through some education that we do and then kind of globally, where should we be on nutrition right now? What should we be thinking about? Great, there's some great question. There's, there's, the first thing is what you shouldn't be thinking about. And this is, many of you guys have heard me talk about the blizzard of bullshit that's out there, the quackery, the quick fixes. You need to immediately ignore all of the, and I'll say this in the cleanest way, all of the shit out there about eat blueberries, it's going to stop you getting COVID-19 and all of that stuff, all of the snake oil. Okay. Here's the key thing about nutrition is eating really healthily and with plenty of fruits and vegetables, avoiding quack things like fasting, because that's an immunos immunosuppressor. I don't know why I can't say that uh, today, but there you go. I'm going to have to saddle with my hitch there. It is not a good thing. We need all three macronutrients. We need some carbohydrates, but we not need a lot of good oils, a ton of vegetables, consistent eating, etc. And as many micronutrients and macronutrients as we can get, we don't need to overeat, but we need to be consistent to not suppress. Now, there's some more things to it. Hydration, really important. We know, and while it's really easy to go to the wine bottle or go to the beer, but we know that alcohol is a suppressor of our immune system. And so it's okay to include it, but don't use it as a crutch. I would um, absolutely fuel after every workout that you do, especially protein. Protein brings down cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. And so it's many of the habits that we talked about before, you just double down on them. Sensible eating, lots of fruits and vegetables, lots of proteins, lots of oils, some carbohydrate, avoid too many sugars, avoid too much alcohol, make sure that you're hydrating, example, et cetera. So we are going to have, what are we gonna do? A bunch of education on it. Uh, one of our uh, team members, Mel, or Melinda, was a private chef for many years and has some, is also an athlete and she's putting together a whole bunch of recipes for purple patch athletes that are really quick and easy in the kitchen. And so, and it's gonna go from the level of how can you make the best rice and beans in the world possible to make it really healthy to here while we're cooking and we have all of this produce, how do we actually do really inventive fun stuff that's healthy? So we're gonna do that and that's gonna be on, I should mention one other thing and I'll just screen share here very quickly to uh, help you guys. Hopefully you can share. If you go to the top of the website here, this community page here, this is actually open to everyone. So this is a lot of purple patch athletes use it, but we have a lot of information. You can see here already, we have a whole bucket of 
educational information around this situation. But we are going to be posting a whole bunch of forums that you can participate, Purple Patch Athlete or not, and have Q&A. So here's one that Mel's got right here, food and cooking advice for the busy athlete. This from a couple of weeks ago, but providing comments and then questions and Q&A so that we can go through and providing different advice around how to cook, etc. And we're just going to be putting in recipes in here that are really quick, really easy to navigate, etc. And so almost every subject, we're going to try and not just support Purple Patch Athletes. That community page is a good place for you guys that are non-Purple Patch to go and get involved and, and, and lean into some of that stuff. Great. Um, you'd mentioned earlier that you said that Ironman was considering, uh, or, or we shouldn't really expect to race uh, at least until July. Is there anything that you can expand uh, on that a little further? Uh, that, that's not, I'm not being an Ironman representative there. That was out of the, um, uh, that was out of my consideration. And so I want to um, point out that they absolutely will not be racing in, in April or May. Uh, I, 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 I can say that. I would expect coming from me, purple patch, this P here, I, 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 let me cover my Ironman parts right now because I'm an Ironman U, Ironman U master coach, purple patch. I can't imagine us having racing events until at least July. That would be my anticipation right now. I'm only basing that off of the model and patterns and the best information that all of us have. So my, on, that, on that topic, I have no greater voice apart from I'm hoping I'm being rational than any of you guys. And so I, I'm just being, I'm, I'm one of us when I give you that, that piece of advice. Uh, Les, Leslie, the join, could you just mute? Thank you. Yep. Um, we had uh, one of our Purple Patch athletes ask us if we would consider uh, doing group runs on Zwift as well. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, bring the ideas. Purple Patch athletes, bring the ideas. Whatever we can do to support. The, the only challenge with that is that I run like a donkey dipped in cement. So you wouldn't want to be running to me because my avatar would be looking like I'm carrying a, two bags of sand next to me. But outside of that, um, we'll put one of our good runners. We'll have Chelsea Sodaro or something and... Uh, and maybe she can run under my mantra. Maybe it look, makes me look better. But uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, we can investigate that. I think that the uh, everything that we lay out that we want to do is going to be iterative and learning. And uh, so we want to do things right and the right way. And I think next week we'll have two or three things. The next week, next week we'll have four or five. The next week we'll be really up to form. And then we'll have a couple of months that we can really have some fun. Awesome. And I think, by the way, I will say, Kerry, once this is over and we go back to training, I bet 50% of the things that we've enacted, we won't be able to remove because <laughs> it's going to be too much fun and people will want it. So it's like we are forced service development as coaches right here. So it's going to get busy. We'll never want to race a real race again. Um, we did have somebody also ask, uh, how, how do we balance our training with our immune system right now? Is, is there a tipping point? And, and this person is, a I think, a squad athlete and just said, is it the assumption is just to stick with the baseline schedule for now? 
that that is a wonderful question and a really important one that I, I think I'm what I missed. I think that's really important. The when you are just gunning great guns for trying to get ready for an Ironman, there is a place that we're battling where we start to get into a little bit of a gray zone. And I think many athletes and coaches that are less rational and pragmatic really get into the gray zone of real suppression of the immune system, not a good thing. And as athletes, we must continue to train. We must continue to get structure. We must continue to get better, even if it's um, our friend that's only doing uh, squats with, uh, with bags of sugar, et cetera, and doing push-ups. But there is that balance point of not getting overstressed. So if you're working from home and you happen to have more time, don't dump a whole bunch of training on. What you want to do is do enough training to can allow you to continue to progress without doing severe suppression of the immune system. And I think that's, that's really important. If you wanted a sort of metric on it, it's probably at a 75 to 80% level of regular training load uh, for most athletes. Some it's gonna be like the pros, 50% training load. For the people that are training six hours a week, you're probably able to continue to have six hours a week. And we were to remember that integrating training stress into this world that at the moment is pretty stressful for us all, we've got to be really cognizant of that. From a purple patch squad athlete on their baseline plan, we are completely redoing baseline and we are reviewing, and this won't be the next two weeks because I think it'll be two weeks to say, hang on, if this is the next two months, what's the appropriate training for purple patch athletes, all athletes to do right now? it's probably not just carry on with race specific. It's what parts of that should we retain? What should we evolve? And so any additions to it are going to be low stress and light. Uh, and so, yes, it's going to completely imagine, but every purple patch squad athlete should be reverting to baseline, no race builds at all. We've already removed the next few weeks of your training from you. We're going to redrop that in a reimagined new way. And everyone is on, the baseline plan together under a banner. And there's a whole bunch of positives for that because the pros will be doing a very similar thing to the rest of the purple patch athletes. So that means we can be connected. Awesome. And actually, uh, uh, Alexander, one of our athletes actually just said, all of my workouts disappeared from the calendar starting tomorrow. Uh, when should we expect training plan to be uploaded into to today's plan? Uh, in, in the coming day, basically. And uh, Alexander, were they were they uh, um, were they removed from tomorrow or Monday? Uh, we went in and we removed everything from Monday forward to every purple patch athlete, and then we're redropping it in the next day or so. That should be what you're you're missing. Yep. Okay. Um, and then finally, I think, and you've kind of been touching on it the whole time. We have somebody on the the meeting who runs or heads up their local tri club and was just saying, you know, how, how best to keep the community involved? Um, and should it be through these types of challenges? Should it be through virtual workouts? And I, I think we're all trying to figure that out right now, but um, if you have any high level advice. Yeah, I think it's, I think what you've heard tonight, if you're a leader of a tri club, um, what you've heard, if, what you've heard uh, tonight I think that you can hopefully draw inspiration of that and create your own systems. 
this is straight off the cuff as well. If you've got, if you're organizing a tri club and um, I want to make sure that this is said in the right tone and, and hopefully people can hear I'm authentic when I say this. If you're an organizer of a, of a tri club and it's not necessarily coached, you have group workouts and you go through, etc. We would be happy to help on that. And you can just reach out to us and say, look, how can we help your club? If you've got 25 members or 50 members or a hundred members, how can we help? And maybe we can do something together where you can lean into our community, our ride, our baseline and help with the program. We'd be happy to look at that um, and try and help. I don't know. That is straight off the cuff. I might get off this call and be scolded by the team to say you, you can't do that. But I'm just, I'm just trying to help with that. So I'd say firstly, lead inspiration, get people together, use technology like this for social components, education, et cetera. But if you want to, come into our community one of the things that we are going to do and and that what i just said there was not a sales pitch i, I hope everyone understands that the set this is not a sales pitch are they? if someone does decide to join purple patch my idea as well uh, is that um uh anyone that joins it's really hard to integrate into a community so i think we're going to set up a buddy system uh, jeff you're going to get very busy here but um I think newcomers, we can accelerate integration into help navigating our little world and really help people come up. And if we can put an experienced purple patch athlete with someone that's new and say, hey, these are the cool things. This is where to look for. This is how to get over the confusion. The po coaching team is going to help, obviously, but our own community is incredibly supportive and powerful of that. And, uh, and so if you, if you want to get in, we even have Jeff's on the call right now, no surprise, but he's the cruise director. Um, our athletes work for Purple Patch. And I mean that because it's ours. The squad is ours. It's not mine. I guide, it's ours. And so, so I, I think with the, the, the clubs and the people with groups or with individuals, if you, if you want to reach out, it's, I, I don't mean it's a sales pitch. I, I, I mean it as it's in this time. It's, I think it's going to create some grounding for some people. And, um, and I encourage you as a, as a director, if it's not Purple Patch and through us, you need to do it for your athletes. If you're a one-to-one -one coach with 20 athletes or 10 athletes, guess what? You're not a one-to-one -one coach anymore. You are leading your group and you need to connect them together and you need to make it about us, you guys. And so uh, that's the way I'll answer that question. Yeah, what, uh, one more question. We've got... Um... Somebody had said uh, they actually still can swim. Uh, yay. So will there still be pool swims retained in the uh, baseline? Yep, yep it, it, exactly. What we've done is uh, we know that we have two views for the baseline. And what we're going to do is we are going to leave the views in the hidden view. So all you do is the first thing people will see are the bands at home workouts, which are the thing that most people will have access to, bands and little circuits. And if you click on the double arrow to expand the view, you'll see a regular swim in there. And that swim will have a pool swim and an open water option. So that's a new thing. We've embedded open water swimming in every swim workout, at least two to three swims a week and a pool swim and band only. So that whatever you have access to, um, people can go and execute in a, uh, in a good way. Um, first of all, a wonderful comment from Terry Wilson, who's a coach that says, um, what do you need from other coaches in this time to help facilitate your knowledge base? And then he 
did follow it up with a, a very valid question as well, seeing, foreseeing depression and mental downsides in the future, how should we best help athletes most with navigating depression? Awesome. So uh, th thank you, Terry. The, the, the first thing on other coaches is reach out and, uh, and help. And I, and I think I reversed that question. How can we help coaches? And that's really important. What can we do to facilitate help of you and your athletes uh, sharing education information, et cetera? That's really important. Um, we have, and in fact, Jess just uh, left a comment there, but we have a, a mental health specialist that we're going to do uh, live sessions with. And Jess doesn't even know this yet, but multiple live sessions for Purple Patch athletes and beyond. I think it's important. Uh, Jess mentioned to me uh, that um, she said, well, you know quite a bit of mental health. And I said, well, I, I, and I thought as I read her email to me, is that, yeah, I know a bit about mental health because I'm a coach, but I am not a medical health expert. And I think we have to know that line. So the first thing for you, Terry, is to start to really look for your resources and your go-to people that can support your athletes and then be references for people that need it individually. And so if you're a coach, feel free to reach out. We have a pretty good pool of resources, whether it's tissue health, mental health, sleep experts, et cetera, we can try and give you really good resources. Um, and so as coaches, feel free to reach out to us. Tri club people, feel free to reach out to us. Individuals that are struggling, uh, purple patch athletes or otherwise, if you are struggling, then reach out to us because we want to we wanna help and uh, it is understandable that many of us are, are struggling and navigating this. And so if you, if you need support and help, Kelly, myself and the whole team, we, we actively want to help people. And that was the last of the questions. I think it's a great place to drop a pin. Yeah, so guys, remember what I said, we will navigate. And um, as we go through this, if we, and, and I was going to say, as we hold hands and go through that, but don't do that. <laughs> um, but as we navigate here, we uh, very quickly, we're going to get through this unstable time emotionally where the floor feels like it's moving under you and it's going to become a new normal for the midterm. And when we get to that and by fighting through the control, controlling the controllables and we get to that place, let's make sure that we fill our cups of love we look after each other. We stay committed to our dreams and goals. And we train hard within context. And we have a whole ball or barrel of fun doing it. Because it's going to be a lot of fun. And we shift it around and say, what can we create right now? What can we create that's different? And we've got some months to create some really cool connectivity that maybe we can hold on to when we go back to our normal lives and we go back to our goal-driven component. And so um, I, I wanna thank all of you guys for joining us. I wanna forget, forget, thank the Purple Patch athletes for being a massive part of our lives. And, and look, if I'm being personal, it gives our team purpose right now. You guys, the athletes are our grounding. And so it's really healthy. This is a therapeutic thing for me, life therapy right here. But, um, but I want to thank everyone for being a part of it. And uh, let's support each other and go through. So I, I really uh, hope that you get to share this. If you, if you enjoyed this session, 
Uh, it's going to be uploaded. We will upload and share it. Please share it on to people that you might find helpful. And hopefully it's just one little tiny, tiny brick of knowledge that will help people. So thank you very much for attending. We will be doing a lot of these and Purple Patch Athletes, you are going to get very, very bored of me and the coaching team because we are invading your life over the coming weeks. It should be fun. I'll, uh, I'll sign off, guys. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it.